Okay, y'all. Good uh, Thursday. I guess we got through home day. All right. So, I woke up feeling like poop, basically. Um, been fighting a little bit of cold. My parents have been sick for a good minute. But, um, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm struggling, like, super duper getting up and um, trying to gather my thoughts. Kind of exhausted from the spiritual stuff, like I said. <laughs> I say the spiritual stuff, but, like, um, the messages that, that pour through um, and the, the growth and the work that God is doing on me. I'm doing on myself, um, and like I said, it may not be a nine to five job right now. I've tried to make ends meet as much as possible since um, I'm starting over. But God is is showing me that this is a job. This is, like I said, the the most powerful, most rewarding in, in the end, which is honestly the beginning for me. When I get to go up those stairs, per se. Um, it's beautiful. I've already seen somewhat of the glory of him and, and try to venture towards him. And uh, I'll, I'll speak about how I I did almost sell my soul, you know, and give up on my faith. So this isn't going to be just a, you know, happy-go-lucky type thing. But let me jump into this before he calls me back because I'm waiting patiently. But... Um, my boyfriend Tyler, my love, um, he is a beautiful person inside and out, and he kind of rescued me a little bit, like, from my thoughts just now, and it's been, like, two weeks since I talked, talked to him, you know, I got one short message, he's in a, a treatment, uh, therapy recovery type center, he's been through a ton, you know, he's, he's put himself through a ton, and I know for a fact that, He's proud of me. I'm doing this podcast. He's one of my inspirations, one of my people that pushed me. He's a, he's a musician. He's an artist. He is a, a lover, and he is a fighter. Um, he fights for, for what's right, and uh, it's beautiful. He's a, little, <laughs> he's a little stubborn like me, a lot stubborn. Sorry. We're going to be totally honest on this one. He's freaking stubborn like me. I don't know which one of us is more at this point. <laughs> I'm feisty, though. But, no, I do love him. He rescued me from my thoughts, like I said today, and that is through God, you know, just calling me. And I was awaiting his call anyways, but, you know, to put some love vibes out there, the heart grows fonder with distance, right? Um, Let's speak on that, though. This is a... Uh, human thing, right? <laughs> it says that it can be spiritual because God's working through us, but but the whole idea of the heart growing fonder with distance, you know you're going to be back. Well, you don't know. Tomorrow's not promised, okay? Let me just try to make a point without having to back up and do, you know, the, like, walks with y'all, with myself, um, that's not the case when we have, um, and if he calls, by the way, I'm going to, um, ask him if it's okay to be on 
um, just a quick conversation on the podcast. I know he wants to be on it eventually, and, and he would not be upset with me speaking. I'm not telling details of his life. I don't think that's my place, but but um, distance, making the heart grow fonder. Um, tilt your perspective. Do we need to question everything? No, but there are things I still question. Tons of things about faith, about love, about reservations and, and heaven. Um, distance is okay. I think mostly for, for us humans, for us people, you know, that, that love, and especially love hard. And it's distance that makes it even harder for us passionate people, ones that can get through it. I've been through it um, a lot in the past, you know. And um, the distance can be damaging as well. Um, so it's, it's how you take it, right? It's how you react to it, act to it. Um, like Lauren Daigle says on this, this song just now, hold on to me. God wants you to hold on to him. There can be a distance. There can be sometimes you step away because these spiritual things, I'm learning that. These spiritual things can be like so stinking hard. But um, you don't fully distance yourself. You keep that little bit of, of pull so God can, when he needs to, God can totally, you know, kind of like yank at that that big big long like string of yarn that he's cut (laughs) on our hands yanking saying hey hey I'm still here because sometimes we forget that sometimes we do we we get so busy with our daily lives we argue with each other we get so worked up and so many things that can be just toxic we're on worst enemies at times I know I am. How about you? Um, who is the person who rescues you? That's what I want to know. Who is the person who, when you finally get that call, or you, you know, just look forward to it, and sometimes you are nervous about it, you know? Like, am I st- is this person still on my wavelength, or is this... You know, is this real? Because it feels so passionate and so great. Well, just in that, with a relationship, so is God. Like, we we do this. I know I do. I start to say, wow, like, this glory, this, this grace, this love that I have felt, I have seen, and I have touched somewhat the light and the love from up above. Um, I said, didn't mean to run that, but I mean, it just happened. Call me Dr. Seuss. No. Um, God saying, Kristen, be still for a moment. Let your thoughts just come to you. Um, remember, the things that scarred you. Remember 
the people who helped scar you along with yourself. Remember the darkness, that little cave you put yourself in. Remember the isolation. Remember the fire that was so scary, but more than so, the explosion that if you didn't run literally from this fire, you may not have been here. You uh, pretty more than likely would have kept at that payment towards the darkness, the devil. You would have still kept paying on that. And they were absorbing the most amount of interest, right? You're paying on that. Who do you want to pay your dues to? Y'all, I'm telling you. Go to the go to the light. Don't go to the dark side too much. Um we have to sit and like reflect and go to it just to be, you know, totally hundred percent with ourselves. But we can't we can't stay there. I mean we can and I almost did, but we shouldn't. I need to choose my words maybe more wisely. I think for the most part, um, so far my followers or, or people that have listened to me um, before even this podcast, they know my my perspective. They may not agree with it. They may not understand it right at first. But one thing that I have been is a pusher at times, a lot of times. I've, I've felt a, a lot of my life, I've, I've rediscovered things recently and evaluated, reevaluated myself. And, oh boy, I look like a hot mess. I'm looking at my reflection right now in the window, but that's okay. I still love myself, even though my hair is standing like alfalfa. But, um, I realized a lot of my life that I totally have wanted people and I've spent so much absorbent amount of of energy from myself and taking energy from others that shouldn't have been taken to try to understand certain things and then at times giving up. And then at times, just feeling like I'm a pusher. Like, like I like to challenge people in life, but there's a there's a challenge that's positive and then negative. And my challenge and my way of pushing my messages sometimes, um, and still can be intense, but also like I'm a pusher. Like I I want when I say pusher, I'm like I want everybody to understand me. Who doesn't want them to understand? Because I felt so misunderstood a lot of my life. And I'm not saying that with my family and 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 um, the people that truly know me. But the ones, when there's people that have known me and they're still like, what are you doing? You know, not just the bad decisions I've made in my life, but I'm a random person. I'm this and that. But who are you? You know? And is it okay for us to sit in here and judge and... and really just not understand, be ignorant to somebody's, uh, for instance, 
I use this as a huge part is, you know, my youngest son, Dawson, he has autism. And his special needs um, have been uphill battles, downhill battles, sideways battles. He is wonderful. He's always been wonderful. But oh, I get emotional thinking about it. I miss, I miss both of my sons dearly. You know, I just saw them, but I feel like they're light years away still. That's love when you can cry about it. But <clears throat> there are people that, you know, were ignorant to the autism thing and even myself learning a lot of it. You know, he's seven now, just graduated kindergarten. Whoop, whoop. And tie my all layer. Boy scientist award. Um, I kind of understand more so ever now the spiritual stuff that's poured in the sensory overload stuff, you know, like really like in my thoughts. And it's it, before this this faith that's growing, I have felt somewhat, but I haven't seen everything through his eyes, through Dawson's eyes. And I also can see how people can be ignorant and also you don't have to be unkind, but just going, for instance, you know, when he was a lot younger, I used to have to restrain him. And this is when I was on a walking cane. This is when I was on, granted, pain medicine, pretty strong stuff, but falling through the cracks because I, my pain just was not, it was getting alleviated short term. Um, but then it, it, I overworked myself, you know, and it's not my son's fault. You know, I have to take care of him, both of them. But... I was alone. I felt alone, even though I wasn't, right? I didn't have much support at the time in that city, but I made it through, and I made it to my support system here in Florida. I've screwed up since then with relationships, with isolation, with making bad decisions, but it, feeling trapped, feeling alone. Those things probably... Even though Dawson is so happy most of the time, those things back then especially, I have to look back, he probably felt that way when he was riding in the buggy, you know, because he rode in the buggy for a long time. You know, even though we're in small dollar general stores and not Walmart hardly ever because I didn't feel like traveling all the way there and it was just, it, it was just an adventure but not a welcomed one sometimes. But people were very unkind to us people sometimes would say oh my gosh I'd hear him under the breath like that's a bad kid you know what is his mom doing what is she why is she letting him scream and yell and stuff but I was still figuring out his his neuro neurological process and and still don't know you know that's why they use one of the reasons why they use a puzzle piece there's so many similarities, so many differences with each kid who is on the spectrum, but we're still trying to put that final puzzle together. Sorry for the creaking. I'm back on the swing because I have to keep moving. Um, oh, I need to go closer to my phone now. Tyler, if Tyler calls back, I don't know. He's got a limited amount of time. I'm so super duper go back to him. Super duper duper proud of him for just getting 
that strength to, to jump to another therapy center, for the strength to, to distance himself from me, but also from other, other people that were ignorant, ignorant to the fact that he is stronger. And also, my son, he is stronger than what people say. That song uh, by Lauren Daigle is amazing. You say, um, God says to me, just like in certain meetings, they say something about like uh, being powerless. You know, are we, is it okay for us to, no, feel powerless. That means being like not able to make the decisions that number one we need to make. We can't sit around and just wait, you know, for the rest of our lives to get it, get settlements, dispute things. Because tomorrow is surely not promised. Um, my tomorrow has always come, but for many times I thought there is no couple hours for me. There is no um, tomorrow for me. That's not my decision. I know that now. When you feel um, distraught, when you have anxiety, when you have depression, when you have suicidal ideations or act on it, You've got to ask for help. you got to, either from your support system or like I, I spoke about, um, a therapy center or the man upstairs, our creator. Let the light, let the sunlight touch your skin. Like there is something magical about how you can be so depressed, sick, with a chronic pain for over a decade, you can you can go sit out in the sun for five minutes and you feel strength. It doesn't matter if you're not feeling good on the, the exterior at that moment. I look like a hot mess with pajamas and my hair is just questionable these days, but I'm growing it out, just like just like my faith. That's what I'll say from now on. Oh, Kristen, you cut your hair. Oh my gosh, I didn't recognize you. Yes, I did not recognize myself. I am recognizing myself more. I'm not trying to be on the spotlight, even though, uh, you know, go see wolves a long time ago. Go, go for a high. Yes. Go, Bobby really take you back there but I've cheered for a long time not just for teams on <laughs> skating on the thin ice right if you listen to my last podcast you would have got that reference but um I'm cheering myself on for once in a long time I'm feeling proud but also scared of a lot of things but Fear really can be a liar. We do we want to fear and live live through walk with fear, not with faith, right? Would that would that be suitable for a happy life? 
No. Negative. Um, we want to walk with light. We want to weather the storms that seem so dark. We want to work on ourselves. We want the flowers to bloom. We don't plant seeds just to watch them not prosper. Just to watch them wither away, grow halfway, and then like, eh. Some flowers don't make it if you don't take care of them like you're supposed to. And then, I mean, just inevitably, we can take our lives and we all inevitably will change. Even as much as we resist it, there is always change and there's, there's always room for growth. I don't think that there's one person in this universe that is top rank or number one to being closer to God. I think we are all on our journey, whether we understand it or not. If you do have that faith, if you do grasp the spiritual things that can occur and have occurred in your life, embrace it keep embracing it you're gonna have days of not feeling well you're gonna have days if you think you broke your arm you're gonna have days with having to grieve you know certain things all your life you worked for and things you've kept you're gonna have to go through just mountains of chaos sometimes to get get to that holy land um being I heard just heard the word free on on music and freedom is is taken care taken advantage of um by many um we we forget and it's not just because I lived in, you know, a Middle Eastern country that was a kingdom. And, you know, that those were their rules. It's really not that they were trying to take it. I, I chose to place myself there, right? I still don't remember how to play chess, but I feel like I'm playing chess with my words, with my life. I'm trying to get to that checkmate to God, bring me to God. Um, but this, this royalty, this kingdom, those were their rules, you know. I didn't necessarily agree with their perspectives and then question was baffled by some, but they do the same with somebody that's different than them, you know. There can be times where we, the freedom that we think of as free is not really the ultimate freedom and that is when God has has let you just let you be you through him through his messages through helping that person that looks like they're about to just give up do you know I've had 
tons of people, and I'm, I'm, I know there's a lot of, of people that are out there helping others and doing things, you know, for the right reasons. Uh, there's more good than bad. I've had so many people over the years just really say, Kristen, you, you have this way of you of being a social butterfly, but also relaying your messages in a, you know, poetic way, in a way that where it's relatable, even if I haven't been through every single thing or, or similar things. I am very empathetic. So is, is the man upstairs. But he sees through our BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. And, uh... Don't don't take too many detours. <laughs> Some detours are necessary, but sometimes there's that little road that like really will lead you to your final destination. And when you get on that road of Jesus take the wheel, if it's your time, it's your time. But also we do have we have tons of choices. Not by chance, but choices. Maybe sometimes, I guess. Right? No, not really. We have choices we have to make in life. Adulting may stink, but also it can be beautiful. Do we have the chance to make choices that will make change? Yes, absolutely. Let me answer that. Is it hard as hell? Better believe it. Sometimes in, in that journey, you may get these moments of wow, like, wow. And that's all you can say. And sometimes you're speechless. <laughs> you know, when, when you ask God for certain things and you don't get that instant gratification. I did I did ask for, after these, these traumatic things that have happened in my life, I had been for a while asking for that, uh, uh, a man that is a person, a being that is full of not just faith in God, but faith in themselves. There's beauty in that. And God's answered my prayers. Now, maybe God hasn't allowed Tyler to get off the phone with his mom, but I respect that and his mom. Um, love you, Miss Deanna. She's so sweet. Um, but yeah, it's looking like it's okay. He talked to me for a little bit, so that made my heart happy, but I could stay on the phone with him for hours. He rescues me. Let's go back to the beginning and end it. <laughs> this podcast, I mean, this podcast, not ending the relationship, Tyler. It's okay. <laughs> you still have a woman when you, um, break out that joint. No, I'm just joking. Is not really a bad place, y'all. It is a place of solitude, of worship, of spiritualness. They're rehab type, retreat, recovery, re everything centers that sometimes will fly fly you where you need to be through insurance. If you don't have insurance, you go to the church, you ask for help, you ask your friends if you really need to be helped. Ask for it. Take that first step that seems like a giant freaking leap. It can become a huge leap. 
when I told my, my mom and dad that I need to go somewhere after this this house fire, this car accident, feeling defeat after defeat after defeat, I said, and my, my parents are wonderful, my family is wonderful, but I've hurt them a lot along the way, and I saw that I could not sit here one more minute and um, allow them to see me hurt and in turn hurt them more because of the pain that I put myself through, because of the pain that was put on me that was not deserved. Um, so my mom said, well, why do you, why do you need, I don't know how this is going to cure you or make you feel like, like in three days I'll be fine and in two weeks I'll be fine. No. Um, my mom said, why do you need to go to this place? And I told her, I said, uh, I just need to go cry. I need to address some post-traumatic stuff. I've been diagnosed with it. Well, you know, what is diagnosis to say? It's just like, what, everybody has trauma, right? But, no, really, y'all know, if, if you know the things, especially in detail, the horror, horror, H-O-R-R-O-R. -R -R. We're not going to say the other word in this podcast. But it sounded similar. I need to enunciate. Huh. But, um, I'm the most corniest person on this earth. I'm just, I'm just convinced by that. But I needed to find that, find that peace. And I'm still fighting a lot. I'm still fighting, y'all. I'm still kicking. <laughs> I'm hurting a lot still. I'm not going to say I'm not. A lot of people ask, you know, um, and that's probably a podcast for the next next day, a couple days, but people question me, um, and Tyler, why are y'all doing this to yourselves, like getting in a relationship, and uh, because we know that well, number one, we shouldn't have to explain ourselves, but I understand that the worry, some people just being kind of jealous and spiteful, which isn't good, but, um, we both, uh, number one, knew by first glance type thing, honestly, you know, it's like, is this lust, is this love, da, 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 but also when we got to know each other super duper quick and connected, we realized that we both had a strong potential to grow our faith and to grow it together. What, is it better to walk alone or walk hand in hand with somebody and then along the way you've got God with his angels? You have this person that's created this beauty you have um, you have the heart of the most important when you choose to have faith and you get to know this this love so I encourage everybody whether you like listening to this or it hurts you in like a deep way not meant to hurt like a I mean to hurt you and make you feel depressed more or anything like that. I hope that I bring comfort to ears, to eyes, to feelings, to faith more than anything. I've got to conquer 
not feeling well today. And it, it already has adjusted somewhat. It's like a chiropractic thing with our lives. You know, it's like, give me another adjustment. Please, God, just give me another adjustment. Let my neck, let my spine not paralyze on me. You know, that's a, a huge scare factor of, uh, i got to get this taken care of. But uh, first, let me get a, a vehicle. But first, let me get my settlement. God and I are settling up. And I'm still asking for forgiveness for a lot of the things that I've done in my life. That even though I have a pure heart, I've allowed the, the darkness, the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call down below. I've let that fire put third degree burns on me, on my soul. But we can have a scarred heart, a scarred arm, a scarred soul. We can have no sight, no hearing. We can be deaf, but we can still listen. We can still see. We can still envision. We can still feel with something, right? We have to have a heart to pump. We have to have a mind. And in this life, we are not soulless. And, I mean, when you have something that you can help somebody with, whether it's just one hug or one message, or 33 minutes and 41 seconds to give to me because <laughs> I feel the energy. Um, but I need to get off this uh, so I can really zoom in on my day and see what sets priority. And that's going to the DMV. Another little field trip. I hit my mom up for a ride, so I guess I need a shower and go. But... I just want to thank y'all, anybody that's supportive towards this, and I mean, it's very easy, obviously, to do a podcast, but I mean, I've been speaking out about my life, my whole life has been a podcast. This is to reach more people, and the right people that might need this, that have needed this, and have comfort in my voice. And don't cringe too much. They allow themselves to be challenged. They allow themselves to, to open up themselves without even having to speak to me. Without having to respond. Without having to even share this message. If it's touched you, my job is done. If it's helped your heart a little bit. If it has brought a smile to your face. Good tears. Tears that may hurt, but they're still good tears. Um, just be that one step closer to faith. Don't let the the ill things, ill-willed things in life define you. Don't let your past define you. We're in now. Ground yourself and get ready to keep riding this ride with me. I love y'all and... Ah, Kaleidosol, and uh, wish me luck at the DMV. Mm -hmm. uh, 
that's okay. I'm going in with an open mind and patience. But no, I'm, I'm lucky to have these battles, right? Stress, blessed to be stressed, stressed to be blessed. Da, da, da. Eh. I need to stop talking. I'm going on a tangent. But thank y'all for listening. Y'all have a good, blessed day. And I'm sure I'll be here on here a little bit later if I have the strength. So I will pray for that and I will pray for y'all. And Tyler, I love you and I miss you. And thank you to his mom for being very, very supportive and kind. A nurturer by heart. All right, let's go. Continue your day in peace.